When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone, no! Touchdown, Jets! Mike White, how about him? Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson's still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinn and Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Macy. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the mailbag. We're going to answer your questions. We're going to do two parts. Today is part one. Tomorrow is part two. And to answer your questions, we bring in our friend who is the editor over at the Jet Press, Justin Free. Justin, welcome back to the show, brother. What's going on, Scott? Appreciate you having me back as always. I wish we had happier things to talk about, Justin. I wish we were talking about how the Jets were getting ready for the playoffs. Unfortunately, they're getting ready to maybe spoil the playoffs for the Dolphins, but there will be no playoffs for the Jets this year. And by the way, if the Sacramento Kings make the playoffs this year, the Jets will then have the longest playoff drought of any team in the four major American sports leagues. How sad is that? It, uh, that hurts, man. I mean, as a, as someone who is, I don't think you know this, as a, as a casual Sacramento Kings fan, I'm not even lying. That I'm, I'm not even joking about that. Wow. Uh, I don't hate that because, you know, my boy De'Aaron Fox and, you know, DeMontis Sabonis and everyone. But, uh, yeah, it would suck as a, as, a, as a Jets fan. That would that would be a shame, especially in a league with so much parody as the NFL. That really, that speaks volumes. You truly are a glutton for punishment, my friend. That's that's the that's the legitimately the reason why. But I'm a Kings fan. I like, I, as a quick side note, when I covered Bay Area sports, I covered the Kings and the Warriors, and I mm. always found myself kind of uh, like trending more towards rooting for the Kings, just because I kind of understood that fan base. So I feel like that's that's kind of why I've rooted for the Kings because I just I get them, I get their fan base, I get their struggles, I, I understand it. Like I said, you are a glutton for punishment, although. You could have gone the other way and gone with the Warriors and you'd be sitting pretty basketball-wise. Instead, you picked the underdog Kings and that is a tough road to be on, Kings and Jets. I can't even imagine what that's got to be like, especially if you are a hardcore Kings fan, which I know you're not. With that, let's hopefully lift people's spirits from the Kings and the Jets depression by answering some mailbag questions. And so we will start... With Timor718, he asks, do you envision the Jets ever going back to a bona fide head coach, or do you see them buying cheap by selecting flavor of the month assistance, which media will then claim is the next coming of Parcells, hashtag Flores. So here's the problem. Really good established head coaches are like really good established quarterbacks. They don't grow on trees, and they're very difficult to come by. So 
I'm not sure who it is that the Jets could get. They could go after Harbaugh. They could go after Sean Payton. Those are the only two guys that come to mind off the top of my head that are available. But also, those guys don't have to say yes. They have a plethora of options. And in the case of both Payton and Harbaugh, they may be looking for some quarterback stability. And the Jets don't really have that right now. Unfortunately, most teams have to go the assistant route because, as I said, those established guys are difficult to get. So you have to just interview as many of the top assistants as you can and hope that you pick the right one through your screening process. Here's what I will say about Robert Sala. Unlike Adam Gase, where everybody identified it as a mistake right away, people were very bullish on the Robert Sala hire, and he was a very highly sought-after assistant coach. People were surprised he didn't get a head coaching job the year before. He almost got the Browns job. It went to Kevin Stefanski instead. And so it looked like the Jets at least handled the process correctly. But with assistant coaches, just like with college quarterbacks, those guys can check every box on paper, but you can't know for sure that they're able to handle the job until you actually see them do it. Would I like to see Woody Johnson open up his checkbook and throw every last penny he can to get Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh or somebody like that if they wind up moving on from Robert Sala at some point in the near future? Of course I would. Does that mean it's going to happen? No, and it's not necessarily because Woody wouldn't be willing to pay. I know that Woody in the past has back-channeled to both Harbaugh brothers and offered to throw money at them, but those guys did not want to come here. You can't force them to come here. This isn't the movie Celtic Pride where you can just kidnap the guy and tell him, okay, you're going to be the next head coach here. They have to want to come in addition to the money. And remember, when it comes to guys like Peyton and Harbaugh, they're going to have money being thrown at them by tons of different teams. They're going to have so many options. So really what it comes down to here is it's not about being cheap with assistance. It's about realistic options. And the best you can do is interview the top assistants and try to figure out which one is the best guy for the job. At this point, we still don't know about Salah. We've seen some good things. We've seen some bad things. Year three will tell us a lot. As they say a lot of times with college quarterbacks, year three is the year where you figure out whether they're going to be the long-term starter or whether they aren't. This could be the case with Robert Sala as well in terms of his future as Jets head coach. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, like Hiring assistants or just kind of unproven commodities, that's not a Jets thing. That's kind of just an NFL thing. This is very rarely do you see high-profile proven head coaches just kind of on the market. Right now, you do have two of them in Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton. NFL teams are contacting Jim Harbaugh. Of course, Sean Payton seems like he's going to be coming back to the NFL. I will say the thing with Payton, though, is that you're going to have to trade for him. The Saints mm -hmm. hold his rights. Yep. Uh, and the Saints, it seems like they're looking for a first-round pick. So if you want to go and get Shane, Sean Payton, you're going to have to give up a first-round pick probably to get him. So that's another wrinkle in all of this. Uh, and you know, you can argue all day if that's worth it or not. But like like you said, Scott, like there's other teams that are going to be interested as well. There's going to be other other going to be there's going to be other teams that are throwing money at Sean Payton. There's going to be other teams that might offer more quarterback stability, might offer a better situation. Mm -hmm. Would the Jets ever consider it? Yeah, with Woody Johnson there, absolutely. I think they they would consider that. Woody Johnson is not known to you know kind of be cheap or shy away from making a splash addition. But right now, this is Robert Sala's staff. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think that. Uh, there's going to be any kind of major shakeups with the coaching staff this offseason. You might see some moving around, but I don't think there's going to be any major changes. They're going to give them another year, try and get the quarterback position right, see what we're looking at after 2023, and then I think 
then you reevaluate everything. But I think going into this season uh, or this off season, I should say, it's it's going to be Robert Sala. Um, and hopefully he works out. If not, back to the drawing board. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Regnu Moss. He says, Rob Calabrese has got to get canned, right? I think if somebody is forced to walk the plank, it's more likely to be Calabrese than LaFleur. We can debate whether or not LaFleur deserves to get fired, and we probably will because I think there are some questions about it in the mailbag. But if you look at Calabrese, somebody's got to take the blame for what happened with Zach Wilson. Somebody has to be held accountable for what looks like a terrible disaster so far. And we'll talk about Zach Wilson later and whether or not the Jets are serious when they say they're going to keep him and try to rebuild him or whether that's just a tactic to try and head fake a team into trading for him. But I would think that if somebody gets fired, it's Rob Calabrese. I'd say it's at least a 50-50 shot that the Jets get another quarterback coach next year. I know a lot of people have suggested John Beck. John Beck has done good work with Zach Wilson in the past. I think the real question there is whether John Beck would want to do it. He joined the Jets for the remainder of the season last year when there was a couple of games left. And that was mainly because he wanted to help out his star pupil, I don't know that he wants to leave his full-time successful quarterback business to come work for the Jets full-time. That's something that could happen if he's interested. I don't know. But if they move in another direction, I would think that they would go with somebody that has a proven track record working with quarterbacks. Hey, maybe they'll bring back Adam Gase. He did a good job with that Peyton Manning guy. I'm told he's a quarterback guru. You had to, you had to throw that last part in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, I, look, I, I think Rob Calabrese is definitely somebody who you could see the the Jets move on from. I think him and him and John Benton, the offensive line coach, make the most sense to me. The offensive line significantly underachieved in the second half of the spe- season specifically. You could point to injuries and everything, but uh, it definitely did underachieve as a unit. But as for Calabrese, yeah, I, I'd love to see the Jets go out there and bring in some veteran name. Now, you're not going to be able to probably get someone like Frank Reich to come in as just a quarterback's coach. Uh, but somebody who's been around, somebody who is just has a bit more on his resume than Rob Calabrese could be important for this Jets staff, uh, especially if they're going to go out and get some, you know, another quarterback. Now, obviously, you're probably not going to go and get a younger quarterback. You're probably going to get somebody who's already established. But it still would be nice to have somebody in there with a bit more uh, 
you know, on his resume. Look, it's Calabrese was was hired, and obviously they brought in Greg Knapp when they first started the staff. Uh, and fortunately, tragedy struck there, and and they didn't really have a veteran going into the camp into summer the of 2021. They did their best. They tried to bring in uh, John Beck, like you mentioned. They they did their best then, but they didn't really fix the issue this past offseason, which is when I think they should have done that. Um, now, obviously, there's a ton of reasons for why Zach Wilson failed, but I'm sure not having a veteran on that coaching staff didn't help matters. Uh, I can see them moving on from Calabrese. I don't know if it's going to be you know, the most likely thing, but it's definitely something that could happen. Next question comes in from Dr. E. Ray Stat. He asks, why is everyone speculating that Mike LaFleur will be let go? I can't imagine Sally gets rid of him when he was his brother's best man. I think they're tied together for the duration. The reason that people are speculating about this is because the decision would come from above Robert Sala. It would come from Joe Douglas or Woody Johnson because they may take a look at this and say, okay, Robert, we're willing to give you another year, but especially if the Jets lose their sixth straight game, they're going to say, this is unacceptable. How did you let this collapse happen? And yeah, there will be a back and forth about ultimately what led to it, but The offense has really, really struggled. Sure, the quarterback play has been terrible, but even when they've had opportunities, look at that Minnesota game down in the red zone. They just weren't able to punch it in. That was an easily winnable game if they could have done something in those red zone opportunities. And you could point out a whole bunch of things where the offense just sputtered. And so you could look at that if you're Woody Johnson or Joe Douglas and say, Robert, you stay. You need to make a change at offensive coordinator Need a more seasoned play caller, somebody with experience, somebody that can come in here and really right the ship. That decision, if it happens, could very well come from above Robert Sala. That would be Joe Douglas or Woody Johnson. Right. And I, I will say, too, like if Robert Sala is making decisions for this coaching staff based on who his, you know, his 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 best friend's brother is, <laughs> that's major red flag. And that shouldn't mm-hmm. be the case. Uh, obviously coaches will tend to lean towards people that they have experience with, but you have to look beyond that as a head coach. And I do think that at least I hope that he would do that. Uh, that said, yeah, I, I don't think Mike LaFleur gets fired. I'd be very surprised if he did. I think, it, I think he's somebody that Jets fans have kind of looked at and, and tried to make the scapegoat of this late season collapse. And this isn't to say that Mike LaFleur has done a perfect job or even an above average job. Cause I don't think he has. But I don't believe he's done anything that would warrant firing. Uh, the Jets have had the worst quarterback play statistically in the NFL in each of the last two seasons. Um, and sure, I think LaFleur rightfully will take some of the heat for Zach Wilson failing. But I think when it comes down to it, St- Sala, LaFleur, and that whole staff will be like, look, they'll tell Douglas, they'll tell, they'll tell Woody Johnson, they'll say, hey, look, we had awful quarterback play, right? We had terrible quarterback play, and that is the biggest reason for this offense's failures. And I do think that that's true. Uh, again, we can point to many things that Michael Floor could have done differently, especially in that Minnesota game. I completely agree. Uh, the red zone game plan and, and play calling there wasn't great. Even still, they definitely could have won that game if Michael if Mike White's pass or or it was like an inch, you know, in uh, further in Braxton Barrios's hands, or if Barrios doesn't drop that pass. Uh, I, I think for the most part, when you watch the film back from a lot of these games. There are guys open, and even that was the case this past week against Seattle. There's a, there was a lot of guys open on that tape, and unfortunately, Mike White had a an atrocious game, uh, partially probably affected by his rib injury, but also he just was bad. Uh, and when you have bad quarterback play like that almost every single week, your offense is going to struggle, and I think that's what we've seen. So as for the speculation, I think it's a lot of just 
fans kind of wanting to blame one person when the reason they've lost five games in a row isn't one person. Uh, and they kind of just want to make Michael Floor the lightning rod. 2023 will be a big year for him if he's brought back. His seat has definitely warmed up over the, the second half of this year, but I do think ultimately he's brought back. Next question comes in from Aaron. He asks, would you look into adding another running back in the offseason? Brees Hall may not be 100% healthy. Michael Carter has had a very disappointing second season. Bam Knight flashed for a few weeks but fizzled out, and I don't expect James Robinson back. I will say this, Aaron. When you go over to prizepicks.com and the Prize Picks app and you play in their daily fantasy matchups against the Prize Picks player projections, you wouldn't be picking a Jets running back the last few weeks because, as you said, Bam Knight looked good for a little while and then completely fizzled. Michael Carter, I don't know what happened to him this year. He just doesn't look like the same player. And James Robinson hasn't even been active. So when you go to prizepicks.com and the Prize Picks app, you probably want to pick one of the Jets' wide receivers as one of your two to six players, or you're going to want to pick somebody from one of the other teams. Remember, when you pick your two to six players, if they beat their prize picks player projections, you can win up to 25 times the amount of money you put in. You don't play against anybody else, just against the prize picks player projections. You don't have to do football, though. You can do baseball, basketball, hockey, anything you want. It's there at prizepicks.com and the prize picks app. This week, I'm having a tough time with the idea of picking anybody in this Jets Dolphins game, to be honest with you, because I want to pick Garrett Wilson, but after what's gone on the last two weeks, I don't know if I trust the Jets quarterbacks to get the ball to Garrett Wilson. And then when you look at the other side of the ball with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, I'm not so sure I trust Skylar Thompson to get either one of them the ball. Maybe I'll go with Raheem Mostert. He's probably the guy that I'm leaning towards right now. But when you sign up, if you want to go with Raheem Mostert or anybody else, use the promo code PLAJ and they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. If you put in 100 bucks, they'll match you 100 bucks. Put in 50 bucks, they'll match you 50 bucks. Just go to prizepicks.com or the prizepicks app and use the promo code PLAJ. They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Aaron, to answer your question, I would look into adding another running back if I were the Jets, whether it's in the late rounds of the draft or pecking around in free agency for somebody that would fit the system because you just can't rely on what the Jets have right now. It's unfortunate. Ty Johnson actually showed some flashes, but we know that he can't catch the ball, and I don't know that you want to rely on him to take a ton of carries if Brees Hall takes a while to come back. Bam Knight was a nice story, but you can't rely on him. He had three nice weeks and then completely disappeared. I don't know what happened to Michael Carter. Like I said, he looked like a pretty solid second running back last year. In fact, I got a lot of flack, Justin, a lot of flack for suggesting that the Jets should go running back in round two, which they did because they needed a real game-breaking running back who could take up a ton of touches to take a lot of the pressure off of Zach Wilson. And by the way, that was the formula until Brees Hall got hurt. I correctly called what the Jets were going to try to do, and it was working. So they made the right call taking a running back in round two, specifically Brees Hall. But if Brees Hall doesn't come back till, say, October, and even then maybe he's not 100% healthy, you're going to want to have a reliable back that can take up a lot of those touches. So maybe you'll look for one in the mid to late rounds in this draft. Maybe, like I said, you look around at guys who have either had experience in this offense before or who you think could be a good fit. If I'm the Jets, especially knowing how important this running game is going to be to the offense, I wouldn't want to go into next season with what they have right now. I just wouldn't trust it. And like you said, I think James Robinson is gone. It's unfortunate because... 
I thought he was going to be pretty good in this offense. I thought he would be productive. I didn't think he'd be anywhere near Brees Hall, but I thought considering at what point in the season the injury happened, James Robinson was probably the best guy they could get, and they ended up barely using him. So, yeah, I would try and find somebody else to come in here, most likely a younger running back late in the draft or somebody that you can poach from a practice squad or get as a reasonably priced free agent. Yeah, uh, some of it's going to depend on Brees Hall's health. Obviously, we don't we don't know. We're not in those discussions. We don't know exactly what the status on him is. If they think he's going to be ready by week one, then they probably won't make an addition. Like I'm never opposed to adding depth anywhere on the roster. I think you can always you can never have too much depth. Uh, if they go out and use like a fifth or a sixth round pick on a running back, totally for it. I have no issues. I don't think they're going to use any kind of significant investment in a running back, even like a day two pick I, I think would be very very unlikely or even you know any kind of mid-tier free agent signing if they do get somebody it'll be like a tevin coleman signing right like one year two million or it'll be like a fifth or sixth round pick personally i'm fine running back the same unit uh i think a lot of the running game struggles have just been the offensive line has been horrible in the second half of the year on, on top of the fact that you have no quarterback play. And when you have, you know, just terrible quarterback play, teams are stacking the box. They're, they're selling out on the run and the entire offense is going to struggle because the running game can't get established. And I think we've seen that a lot over the second half of the year. Um, obviously, none of the guys that the Jets have right now are Brees Hall. So you hope that Brees Hall is back healthy and and hopefully at least 80% of what he was last year because that's still pretty damn good. Um, I think Michael Carter could have a bounce back year. I still do like Bam Knight, although I think Specifically, like his vision, I think has kind of been exposed over the last few weeks. Uh, I think when he's in space, he can make some some guys miss and he can make some plays. But unfortunately, it's kind of identifying where the where the hole is has been an issue for him. Uh, and I I've been a Ty Johnson fan for a while, and he kind of became like a scapegoat at, at times with his you know over the last like year and a half or whatever. But I, I think we saw this past week. He's the most explosive guy they have, other than Brees Hall, and I think he has a role in his team next year. Um, so I'm totally fine if they just run it back with whenever Brees Hall gets back, Michael Carter, Bam Knight, and Ty Johnson. I think that's a good, a very good running back room, um, especially if Brees Hall can be healthy and, and play anywhere near what he did last year. That's going to wrap up part one of the mailbag. Make sure that you follow Justin on Twitter at the Jet Press and at Justin T. Freed. Read his work over at the Jet Press. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some great stats from Haley English up at Play Like a jet.com and some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our youtube channel youtube.com slash play like a jet watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already visit our store tpublic.com that's tee we've got the john franklin myers quinn and williams bless you thank you shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tee and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. It doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So you go ahead and do that for us. We'd be quite grateful. For the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. It's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.